Crypto is everywhere. Even if you're not involved in finance, even if you don't know exactly what crypto is, these new digital currencies taking the world by storm have been impossible to miss. Crypto prices in the green across the board today. If you grew up poor, this is probably your way out. The price of Bitcoin has surged today as financial institutions from BlackRock to Wisdom Tree continue to give their Bitcoin blessings. Tesla saw a boost today after betting big on Bitcoin. If you invested $1,000 10 years ago, it would be worth $237 million. In this digital universe, currencies are bought and sold, but banks don't exist. As a reporter, I've heard plenty about the promise of crypto. You've probably got a friend who's invested or heard a YouTube video promising to democratize finance and make us all rich. Even Elon Musk describes it as planet Earth's future currency. There's a good chance that crypto is the future currency of Earth. But then there's the others. Those who warn that crypto is just another grubby gold rush plagued by crooks and corruption. It's really literally like the Wild West. It's not regulated. There's no banks involved. The FBI says it is one of the fastest growing scams out there, cryptocurrency fraud. It's just too risky to sit out with a bunch of cowboys. Not long ago, there were two titans at the top of this wild frontier. Sam Bankman-Fried and Changpeng Zhao. But they weren't allies. In fact, the pair were locked in a high-stakes feud. One that could wipe out billions of dollars at the stroke of a key. On one side was Zhao, known as CZ, with his huge crypto exchange Binance. On the other side was Bankman-Fried, or SBF, a young upstart and the founder of another exchange, FTX. Both billionaires, both vying for dominance. Until the day they almost burned the entire industry to the ground. He saw our weakness and he pounced. The collapse of FTX has sent shockwaves across the cryptocurrency industry. It turned out that billions of dollars had gone missing. This is really old-fashioned embezzlement. The one-time darling of the crypto world has been arrested, Sam Bankman-Fried. Look, I screwed up. Sam Bankman-Fried was tutored in the art of gambling at a secretive Wall Street firm. His appetite for risk fueled some of the biggest fortunes the world has ever seen. But it also led to eye-watering losses, relationship breakdowns, and an anarchic empire run from a penthouse in the Bahamas. Now he's pleading not guilty to fraud and conspiracy charges. While prosecutors prepare to take Sam down at his trial this fall, we are investigating the hidden origins of his feud with CZ and how this clash would eventually wipe out billions of dollars and send Sam spiraling. This is a story about what happens and who gets hurt when you see everything as a game. I'm Tom Wright, and this is Crypto Kingpins from Project Brazen and USG Audio. Episode 1, Silicon Valley Nerds. Back in 2019, CZ was living in Singapore, the same Asian city-state that I call home. I can remember the energy at the time as more and more crypto nomads arrived on the island. 
they were drawn to its luxury lifestyle and world-famous financial center. It's where the movie Crazy Rich Asians was set. Singapore already had its fair share of millionaires, but many of the new arrivals like to show their money off, roaring around the streets in McLarens and Lambos. CZ was Singapore's richest resident. He'd gone from flipping burgers at McDonald's to building Binance, the biggest crypto trading platform in the world. His net worth was hundreds of billions of dollars, on par with tycoons like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. But CZ isn't the flashy type. For a long time, he didn't even own a car or a house, calling these assets illiquid. Even so, by 2019, everyone wanted a piece of the Binance founder. He was perhaps the most powerful person in crypto. He'd just been on the cover of Forbes in a navy hoodie under the headline, Crypto's Secret Billionaire Club. Then, one day, in January 2019, his assistant handed him an invite to a party in Singapore. Our VIP client manager said, look, this is a big VIP hosting a party. The invite was from Sam Bankman-Fried. CZ had heard of him and his hedge fund Alameda, which was now doing sizable trades on Binance, but they'd never met. He was already trading on our platform with decent volumes. So we thought, you know, as a, uh, a young, aggressive trader, it is possible to make money trading. So good traders do make a lot of money. When CZ got to the party, he saw that Sam had spared no expense. He'd hired out an aquarium, and as waiters handed out champagne and canapes, sharks and manta rays swam behind a huge wall of glass. That was the first time I met him, and that's actually the first time I really know Alameda name. Sam was pale, with a mop of curly hair, and a reedy voice that immediately marked him out as a gamer or math nerd. He had a frenetic energy, tapping his leg restlessly. His eyes darted around the room. He introduced himself to CZ and to a group of 20-something crypto traders, all recently minted millionaires. And what was your impression of him? It was, you know, a group of guys. It was very casual conversation. Like, hey, like, thanks for your support. There wasn't any specific private meetings or requests or anything like that. He just struck me as a young trader. At the time, he was very humble. CZ was a trailblazer in crypto, and he planted in Sam's mind the seed of a billion-dollar idea to set up his own crypto exchange. At first, CZ would be supportive of this younger man. They were pioneers in a new industry. But that meeting in Singapore's aquarium didn't just fire Sam's ambition. It laid the groundwork for a titanic struggle for the soul of crypto. A battle that would end in seven felony counts and a $32 billion meltdown. Sam's quite good at acting the part where he needs to. He acts differently in front of different people at different times. Back then, Sam had to be deferential because CZ was the king of crypto. But just five years earlier, it had been CZ who was the ambitious upstart, ready to leap in to the unregulated crypto market. This is the future. This is like in the early 2000s or in the 90s for the internet. This is the future technology that will power money, financial markets, and many other things. It would all begin with a fortuitous game of poker in 2013. CZ was born in Jiangsu, China in 1977, but he moved to Vancouver with his parents in the late 1980s. 
As a teenager, he flipped burgers and worked overnight at a gas station to make extra money. One day, his father, a talented geophysicist, brought home a clunky 80s home computer. He'd use it to teach CZ to code, and CZ quickly caught the programming bug. He went on to study computer science at McGill University. After university, I went to Tokyo to work. I worked in Tokyo for four years, and then went to New York for four years to work for Bloomberg. At work, CZ was a top performer, breezing through his tasks and leaving the office early most days. Then uh, in 2005, I returned to Shanghai to do a startup together with uh, five other founders. Fluent in English and Chinese, CZ was well-positioned to succeed. The startup flourished, helped along by the booming tech scene in China. But by 2013, CZ was ready to make his next move. The opportunity presented itself during a game of poker with two friends. One of them had founded a crypto exchange in China, and now he urged CZ to put 10% of his net worth into Bitcoin. This new digital currency was on everyone's lips. It's a hot topic on Wall Street right now. It's very interesting. Digital money called Bitcoin. The value of this money is like totally unpredictable. We don't even know who invented this, no, right? There's some rumors that it's this Japanese guy, but others say no, that he's a fake name. We, I mean, you're no literally idea. putting real money onto a system that we don't even know who created it. CZ was intrigued. And as he told news site Cointelegraph, he went all in. In 2013, I decided to jump full into crypto. And then in 2017, I decided to do Binance. And we got very lucky, it grew very quickly. Binance was a new exchange for trading cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin. CC's timing couldn't have been better. Within six months, Bitcoin prices had risen over 600%. By 2018, word had spread of the huge returns in this volatile market. Soon Binance was the biggest crypto exchange in the world, with millions of users. Just six months after launching the company, Forbes estimated CZ's net worth at as much as $2 billion, possibly the quickest rise to multi-billionaire status in history. It's a classic startup origin story. A bold visionary takes a risk and goes all in on a big opportunity. But not everyone agrees about the visionary part. It was a handful of folks who came out of traditional finance, frankly, high-frequency trading in traditional financial markets. So securities, derivatives, those types of things. That's Tyler Gelash. He's the CEO of the Healthy Markets Association, a nonprofit formed by investors to push for market reforms. He says that crypto kingpins like CZ and Sam weren't really trailblazers. Like the other big players, they came from Wall Street. They didn't want to build a new revolutionary system of finance. They just wanted to get rich. So they turned to this new frontier where you could make endless money without the meddling of regulators. They said, hey, there's not any rules in doing these things in crypto. Not long after CZ started Binance in 2017, the Chinese government began cracking down on crypto operators. So CZ left Shanghai. He moved to the Cayman Islands to finish setting up Binance, then to Japan and Taiwan. His new exchange was an operation for the 21st century. It was outside any jurisdiction with no real headquarters. It took deposits from clients around the world, 
unimpeded by checks and balances. Here's Tyler again. In traditional finance, the market intermediaries, the exchanges, the high-frequency traders, the brokers, all of those firms are regulated. There's a bunch of ways that they can make money, and there's frankly a bunch of ways that they can't. In the US, there have been rules for decades aimed at protecting customers and stopping money laundering. Rules that limit risk, force banks to know their customers, and ensure money transfers aren't the proceeds of fraud or being used to finance terrorism. But in crypto's early days, companies like Binance had no American headquarters. So regulators had a hard time applying these rules. But of course, by the magic of the internet, Americans were using Binance. And the exchange was generating huge profits as a result. That you could apply the business models of traditional finance, but without the restrictions and frankly risk controls is in fact the value proposition of not just FTX, but frankly most of crypto. It wasn't long before US regulators would try to get a handle on this new industry. And CZ's exchange would be in their crosshairs. It was a situation that a new upstart in the crypto industry, Sam Bankman-Fried, would try to exploit. But for now, Sam needed CZ. So he wanted our support. He wanted our validation to boost his credibility. Not long after the aquarium meeting in Singapore, Sam reached out to CZ. He was no longer happy being simply a trader on CZ's Binance platform. He wanted to set up his own exchange. In other words, why bet in the casino when you can own it? I also joined a couple uh, panels with him at different crypto conferences just to help bootstrap him. Within a few months, CZ agreed to invest $30 million to help Sam build a new exchange. It was called FTX. We wanted to support another exchange, so we invested in FTX. We were the single largest uh, investor there. Then CZ mostly forgot about the investment. After all, it was just a few million, not much to a billionaire. And in crypto, events move at the speed of light. Within two years, Sam had built FTX into the rising star of the crypto industry. His trick was building a great exchange that worked fast and allowed users to take huge bets on crypto prices, like an unregulated casino. And as Sam told the Real Vision podcast, he could do it better than anyone else. We feel like we have the best you know, product in crypto, and I think that's generally the sentiment. FTX had hundreds of thousands of users, but that was still much smaller than Binance's tens of millions. We are also the latest of all the major exchanges. You have to scroll way down the list to find another exchange founded after FTX. And so because of this, you know, a lot of major exchanges had tens of millions of users before we existed. So Sam started to use aggressive marketing tactics to grow his platform. He raised more than $1 billion, including from some of the US's most powerful venture firms. FTX is having one heck of a year recently, raising $420 million from 69 investors, following a $900 million raise over the summer. He persuaded superstars like NFL quarterback Tom Brady to back FTX. Brady, the best ever, right? So you know he's going to invest better, too. FTX, that's the crypto app, right? he clinched huge sports sponsorship deals. The Miami Heat will soon play in the FTX arena. And in 2020, Sam even helped Joe Biden become president. Sam Bankman-Fried 
and his FTX team were among the top political donors, with Bankman-Fried himself giving $40 million to mainly Democratic lawmakers. The American media couldn't get enough of him. They call him the J.P. Morgan of crypto. <laughs> the Michael Jordan of crypto, if you will. <laughs> Sam built an image as a disheveled genius and a do-gooder. He stood out from other crypto bros due to a promise to give most of his wealth to charity. He seemed trustworthy. The profits started to pour in. But was it all an act? And Sam played the part perfectly, right? He's the genius programmer, financial wizard who, you know, can't be bothered to put pants on because he's too busy, you know, making money for his customers and himself. That's James Block, a physician who also blogs about crypto fraud at Dirty Bubble Media. He says that from the outset, Sam knew the power of image. Like Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos, with her deep voice and Steve Jobs-inspired black turtlenecks, Sam constructed his persona. Cargo shorts, baggy t-shirt, playing video games during high-level meetings, and working around the clock, as he told the Empire podcast. How many nights a week are you sleeping in the office on the, on the famous beanbag? Probably a good, good solid four or five. Unlike many in crypto, Sam portrayed himself as squeaky clean. Let's talk about health for a second. Are you still vegan and do you still not drink? Both are true. Nice. I don't religiously not drink. I think I have like two drinks a year. This was the image. The austere child of Stanford professors. An MIT grad. A workaholic Wall Street trader who understood the markets and risk in a way that mere mortals couldn't possibly grasp. This is Silicon Valley ethos, right? These guys represent the final form of the Silicon Valley nerd that has dominated our culture for so long. Powerful U.S. investors and celebrities bought into Sam's vision. But what if his success wasn't all it seemed? Some crypto insiders had started to ask questions about this guy who'd come out of nowhere. This idea that the nerds are the ones who really know what they're doing. These guys are the last stage of that. They're the Ponzi version of people that actually build things. As Sam rose, he had a secret to hide. But he also wanted to become the acceptable all-American poster boy of crypto. And with the authorities starting to crack down, to keep the focus off his past, Sam would begin to get close to US regulators. Soon, CZ started to hear rumors that his protege was no longer acting like the humble trader he'd met at the aquarium in Singapore. And it was just as these tensions started to rise that I first met CZ. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In May 2021, I took a taxi from my home in Singapore to the resort island of Sentosa. It's a gated community of McMansions with private moorings for superyachts and views of the South China Sea. It's similar to Miami, but even more luxurious, hotter, and with possibly even more billionaires per square mile. 
A friend who lived there had offered to introduce me to CZ, who was renting a mansion nearby. I've spent years covering notorious fraudsters like Jolo and Fat Leonard, big characters with even bigger bank balances. And I was intrigued to meet this billionaire. He wasn't on many people's radars yet, mine included. We met at my friend's mansion in Sentosa. Usually, residents here get around in golf buggies, but CZ arrived alone on an e-scooter. Wearing a dark baseball cap, he traveled without a bodyguard and no PR, surprising for one of the world's richest people. CZ listens intently and talks softly but quickly, and you can sense his mind whirring. When we met, he just learned a disturbing fact. Sam had been lobbying against him in Washington. I would have like a call with him once every three, six months or so. And I have voiced that, look, Sam, I've been hearing all these rumors about, you know, you're talking about bad things about lobbying against Binance. And he's like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Uh, we'll try to tune that down. But there was always some type of explanation. CC sources told him Sam was pitching FTX to US regulators as the clean face of crypto. CZ and Binance, on the other hand, were money launderers with shady ties to China. They spent a lot of time trying to pinch Binance as a Chinese company. They were leveraging the US-China tension very aggressively. If you're lobbying in the US or in front of regulators, you want to say, hey, look, we're the best kid in the class. All these other guys are slightly bad. It's not professional. It's not good for the industry. CZ wanted advice on how to deal with the media, and I urged him to be transparent. Until this day, I continue to talk to him regularly. Back then, CZ sensed trouble ahead, and he was right to be worried. Just the day after I met him, Bloomberg published an exclusive story on Binance. The piece laid out how the Justice Department and IRS were seeking information about the company. Although the story made clear the federal agencies hadn't accused Binance of wrongdoing, this was worrying. When people don't understand something, they attack it like crazy. So most other crypto businesses, including us, gets attacked. Ford versus Ferrari, Coke versus Pepsi. Now Binance was battling FTX for the soul of crypto. CZ had fallen from grace. Sam, meanwhile, was getting the red carpet treatment from U.S. media. The 30-year-old CEO has been referred to as crypto's white knight. One of the most successful entrepreneurs in the world of cryptocurrency. He's also been called the next Warren Buffett. Having had an incredible few years. Three years earlier, it had been CZ on the cover of Forbes. Now Sam got his turn. With the headline, only Zook has been as rich as young. Sam was only 29 and worth an astounding $23 billion. His media game is top-notch. I've not seen presidents, I've not seen politicians, I've not seen Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk getting those type of treatments. So whatever he did with media, and to some extent with politicians, is just phenomenal. I don't know what he did. I, that's a game I don't really understand. But the media treatment of him is just, it's a bit sick to watch. Was this increased scrutiny all because of Sam? The questions we're getting were a direct result of Sam's lobbying against us and also Sam's brainwash against us. So that part I can understand, you know, that's not professional, but that's fair competition. Uh, he's playing his cards. Now we just got to, we got to play defensive. From this moment, 
CZ would start watching his partner a lot more closely. I think probably every night they had a party there, a private party. I mean, they had like trays of lobster and bartender and cloths on the tables and it was so beautiful. And then after that, Steve Aoki was playing. By 2022, Sam's career was at its apex. He lived in a penthouse in the Bahamas where he hosted Katy Perry, Tony Blair, Bill Clinton and other big names for his Crypto Bahamas conference. Margot Avedisian, a crypto entrepreneur, was master of ceremonies. I was like, wow, FTX must be making a ton of money if they're spending all this money. And they kind of seemed like they came out of nowhere. And again, I did ask about, you know, as much as I can find out, but no one really knew the truth. She couldn't quite figure out why, but Sam didn't really fit into this glitzy scene. Sam was wandering around the green room and... To be honest, he looked really out of place. FTX had become a cornerstone of the island's burgeoning crypto scene. Even the prime minister came to the groundbreaking for FTX's new headquarters. The young executives who ran the company lived in an exclusive resort called Albany, sharing a luxury apartment like college roommates. Story after story in the media painted Sam as a modest genius, happy to drive a Toyota Corolla and give his money away to charity. Do you have a sense of how much you've given away so far? It's a bit north of 100 million so far this year. You're pretty low-key in terms of when we think about billionaires. You don't drive a Lambo? (laughs) No, I, I do not. But behind closed doors in the Bahamas, the top FTX executives were playing fast and loose. Intense hours were encouraged. Work and social life were blurred. And at the center of it all was Sam. I'm not a psychiatrist, but if you look at Sam, I would say he's definitely a narcissist and he was paying for access and he was paying for all these perks like, oh, I drive a Toyota, but you know, you live in a $10 million penthouse and you're hanging out with Katy Perry. Sam was paying for a lot more than celebrity access. He may have been scruffy looking and socially awkward, but for the past few years, he'd been spending a lot of his time in the corridors of power in Washington, D.C. The suddenness to which he'd become like this kingpin-type figure on Capitol Hill was shocking. That's Gabriel Garbowit, a digital specialist who was working in the U.S. Senate at the time. He was the one who was like going to a lot of these meetings personally. Big donors usually will send some very prestigious person who knows Capitol Hill very well. But he would often actually be going himself, and he'd be almost always doing it in his uh, signature, like, T-shirt and shorts, just, like, walking the halls as if he was uh, another staffer that had full access to the building. It wasn't long before CZ heard how much time and money Sam was spending in Washington. With everything he knew about Sam, this couldn't be good news for Binance. Sam was becoming a dangerous rival. Soon, CZ would have a chance to take him out. On November 2nd, 2022, CZ was scrolling on his phone when a startling article popped up on screen. The report was from a cryptocurrency news site called Coindesk, and it was about Sam. It appeared that his exchange, FTX, was in a ton of financial trouble. 
The CoinDesk article just says, look, FTX may be insolvent. Sam was trying to tank CZ's business, and it was causing him a world of pain. CZ wasn't about to take these attacks lying down. He'd mentored and financed this guy. And now Sam was trying to paint CZ as a Chinese government stooge. Coindesk's story about FTX's dubious finances gave CZ the ammunition he needed to hit back. Binance owned a major stack of FTX tokens, a kind of crypto asset. Four days after Coindesk published, CZ took his kill shot. He tweeted to his millions of followers that he was dumping these tokens. It's just not a smart thing to do to badmouth about anybody, especially a bigger competitor. CZ's tweet was the moment everything changed for the crypto industry. The sell-off sent the value of the FTX token spiraling. We're seeing Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, Doge, and of course the FTX token selling off sharply today. Sam Bankman-Fried said that a competitor is trying to attack the company. Amid concerns about the health of FTX, investors have withdrawn en masse. Speculation rose about the solvency of FTX. FTX asked for help and noted that, quote, there is a significant liquidity crunch. Suddenly, the future of FTX was uncertain. Panicked users rushed to withdraw their funds, including millions of Americans who plowed their life savings into the exchange, sold on Super Bowl ads, and Sam's promise of a safe way into crypto. The broader crypto industry shuddered, and prices plunged across the board. Even Binance felt the pain as investors yanked funds. CZ had come out guns blazing, but maybe now he was open to a truce. I think it was like 36 hours later, Sam first messaged me, he says, can we talk? They got on the phone and CZ was faced with a different Sam than the one he'd come to know. The arrogance was drained out of him. And he seemed a lot more like the courteous young trader that CZ had met in the Singapore Aquarium almost four years earlier. He first was quite a KG. And then he was like, well, we're open to um, selling the entirety of FTX. I was like, well, if he says that, there's got to be some trouble. But I said, look, uh, we don't want FTX to go down because if FTX goes down, there's a lot of a lot of damage everywhere. So we said, let's take a look. FTX was a major player in crypto. If the exchange collapsed, it could destroy trust in the entire industry. Now, one kingpin had to decide whether to rescue another's empire in order to save his own. Or maybe it was all too late. But then as our team's doing the due diligence, there was this other loan that's a billion dollars. There was this other thing that's a couple billion dollars. He says, it's messy. Uh, You probably don't want to go there. I was like, okay. But very quickly, I understood that most of the customer funds are probably missing. And so this guy's probably moved customer funds and lost all of it. CZ's tweet had exposed Sam's house of cards. But even now, as customers began pulling billions from FTX, they had no idea how bad things really were. This wasn't a simple case of insolvency. The money had vanished months ago. Why did Sam lie to CZ and the world about FTX? And how did two billionaire crypto kingpins become locked in this deathmatch? To get to grips with this story, we're going to go back to the beginning, to his privileged upbringing on Stanford's campus, and onto the elite trading floors of one of Wall Street's most secretive firms. 
That's in our next episode. This season on Crypto Kingpins. You need to get used to the feeling of taking on risk and not caring about it. They were making claims that frankly raised more red flags than the Ohio State marching band. People are not objects in your field of vision. You can't treat people like you're in a video game. I mean, I definitely lost everything I had because of the situation. We had reservations about, like, how the hell does he have so much money? Crypto Kingpins is a USG audio production in partnership with Project Brazen. It's written by me, Tom Wright, and managing producer, Megan Dean. From Project Brazen, Bradley Hope and I are executive producers. Josh Block is our executive producer from USG Audio. Mariangel Gonzalez and Nick Brennan are senior producers. Georgia G, Lucy Harley McEwen and Ben Walsh are reporters for the project. Susie Armitage is story editor. Claire Urban is sound design supervisor with sound design by Alex Port Felix. Seymour Milton is composer. Lucy Woods is head of research. Ryan Ho is series creative director, and Julien Pradier is series designer. Noor Abdel Latif is podcast strategist. Production management from USG Audio by Josh Laulongi. For more information on this podcast and other podcasts from USG Audio, go to our website, usgaudio.com. <laughs>